the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Life Inspired Podcast featuring the ladies of 104.1 The Fish and 93.9 KPDQ. I'm Summer Shore and I'm so excited to have some really incredible ladies in the studio with me. Miss Georgine Rice from 93.9 KPDQ. Hello. Hello, Summer. <laughs> and Vicki Norris from Restoring Order, an incredible local ministry and just yes. all around like awesome person. Vicki Norris. Hi. Hi, Summer. <laughs> ladies, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> and from Revive Ministries co-founder Melissa Campbell, she's going to share some about Revive Ministries and an upcoming event that we're really excited about and all involved with. Hi, Melissa. Hi. So glad to be here. Thanks. Thanks for being here. So this time of year, it seems like um, starting out, it's the new year. I'm all manner of motivated to like just get my life under control and get organized and and just really to hit the ground running. But I also find I'm really struggling with just that motivation, that weariness, that burning the candle at too many ends kind of a a feeling. And I don't know if it's just the weather, like I need some vitamin D or what. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys experienced just sort of that first quarter of the year malaise of just, gosh, I'm just feeling kind of run down. Yeah, I feel like we're sort of hibernating in some sense. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Things have slowed down. They become a bit more sluggish, but our ambition stays the same. So our energy level doesn't necessarily match what yeah. it is we're trying to accomplish during this season. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And I'm with you. I think it also has to do with the Oregon weather. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, this time of year, I'm always thinking about making a dash to someplace sunny. Yes. So, But yeah, sure. it is a time that, you know, the the get organized month has passed. All of our resolutions have faded, perhaps. <laughs> and I think we do all need a lift in these winter months. Mm-hmm. What about you, Melissa? Well, I think as we come out of that season of goal setting, um, we do have, like Georgie was saying, a lot of ambition. Um, and I think that's a great thing. But sometimes it can run away with us. I mm. think sometimes we want to do all of the things. I know I get to January and I'm like, okay, all the things that I didn't accomplish last year that I really set out to do and didn't do or the routines and the habits that I really wanted to do, this is the year. And I just make this long list and I say, I'm going to do all these things. And I I think that sometimes um, without a lot of margin and pacing myself with those things, I do get run down and I get mm-hmm. weary and I try to do all the things and realize that maybe I shouldn't be doing all the things and that maybe just a few things, mm-hmm. doing them well and, and yeah. re- letting myself be restored in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Definitely. little bit of a better way to get those things done. That room to be restored. And that room is so important because... There are the things that we want to do, right? Our goals, our ambitions, but then there's just life's responsibilities and life happens sometimes and we just have to deal with it, whether it's illness in the family or stress, financial worries. I mean, there are just a million things that life can throw at us that, you know, then we find having to dig up more bandwidth to deal with. And if we're already run ragged or if maybe we're just coming off of a really long season of chronic stress. Um, we don't have the bandwidth to really deal with those things, and we have to find or create that space to be restored. I don't know what it is about January, February, but every year um, it's a time when it seems like 
someone in my family gets the flu or gets sick, Mm -hmm. when cars break down, when, you know, there's um, some major family crisis happening, whether it's extended family or current, it just seems like that kind of year or that time of year when that seems to happen. And I'm not sure why it has to happen in the dreariest time of the year yeah. <laughs> just to compound <laughs> that feeling. But but it does. It leaves you feeling really weary, like I cannot take one more thing to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you guys do? Is there a go-to verse or a place that you go, whether it's in your mind or physically, to sort of restore and renew your strength? You know what comes to mind for me, Summer, is this organizing principle. Actually, we have we call it the only policy and so, like, if you're organizing a room or something in, or a closet, you might say, okay, only linens are going to live in here. And, and, and the Lord gave me this policy uh, years ago, and I realized immediately it was a spiritual policy. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual principle that when we only do the things that we see our Father doing, we will not be stressed. Same as Jesus. I mean, Jesus only did what he saw his Father doing. And so I think for me, that's the antidote to what we're talking about here is that I have an enormously long to-do list, as I'm sure many of you listening do, <laughs> and I'm a professional organizer, right? In fact, I have two planners and an electronic calendar, and I'm like <laughs> in the middle of like tweaking. You know, I've been doing this for 21 years, helping people get organized, but I'm in the middle of tweaking my own task system and my own calendar system and just learning to work with myself, you know? And what I've realized is that when I'm trying to do it all, I'm never successful because we're spread mm. way too thin. But when I look at that list, and I, I see it, but I don't let it have power over me, and I just say, Holy Spirit, what is important for today? Mm. What's on your heart, Jesus? Mm. What do you, you know, then I can make time for that relationship um, issue that crops up with a girlfriend and she needs some help, or I can... Um, make myself available because that's what was on the Father's heart that day. Mm-hmm. So I think that only principle is really beautiful because it helps guide me when I have way more than is humanly possible to accomplish on my list. Which is so typical in the 21st century. Yeah. Um, the tyranny of the urgent tends to lead us through <laughs> treacherous <laughs> waters and we are overwhelmed so much of the time. We were talking about seasons and I think there are seasons in which um, you're to rest and there are seasons in which there's more there's busyness and we need to be in um, in rhythm with what God is is saying. I so liked what you said, um, Vicki, about um, only doing what the father is doing and recognizing that there are seasons to do some things and some, you know, you don't do everything in one season. You spread it out yeah. so that you're available for what God is calling you to do in a particular moment. You can drop things and say, I'm going to minister to a friend, or I can just sit in at the Father's feet and read his word and listen to what he has to say to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, Georgine, for me, that is also related to my personal rhythms and having that time in the morning where I can just like be alone. In fact, I keep myself shut in my room in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I started doing this about a year ago where I just kind of kept my little perch in my <laughs> in my bedroom upstairs. And, and that time to just be with him has made all the difference. You know, I, I've done it all my life, but just up in my perch has made a difference. <laughs> and those rhythms of just being available and listening – I think have made me so much more successful Mm -hmm. in these later years than former (laughs) years, you know, where I would just literally jump out of bed into my body and drive it like it was stolen. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right, ladies? We run run downstairs to the kitchen, we scarf some breakfast, we get that caffeine going, 
and we just dive into our to-do list or mm-hmm. our Instagram and and there's so much of a better way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently heard in a sermon at our church um, this phrase, the unhurried rhythms of grace. Mm, and I love, love that. that phrase, that that's how Jesus moved and walked a lot what you were talking there about, about how he, he did what his father did. And I really see us needing to have those unhurried rhythms of grace. Yeah. When Jesus did something, he wasn't in a hurry. Mm-hmm. He was very intentional. He was very purposeful. And he just took his time and had the right timing because it was God's timing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the best way for us to be able to live in those unhurried rhythms of grace is to be in the word and God's presence and being able to see how does he walk and move and talk and and um, through the scriptures that we see. I know another type of weariness I've often experienced, and I think a lot of women do, is just weariness from even just our, our spiritual lives. Like, um, you know, we are going, going, going with whether we're serving in the church, we're um, teaching at uh, Sunday school, or we're helping out in the church office, or volunteering, or just volunteering outside of the church, but we aren't filling back up. Mm-hmm. We're giving and pouring out of ourselves, which is great. We're, we should be serving. But we need to fill our cup. We need to fill back up and be refreshed and restored, just like that glass of water that when you've been running, literally running, (laughs) you get thirsty Mm -hmm. and you need to have a glass of water. And the living water that restores us and allows us to be refreshed and allows us to keep moving forward and running, you know, keeps us from burning out and wearing out. Definitely. Well, and and it can even be something really simple. I know for me, um, just I've got two sick kids at home this week. I'm fighting it off, you know, myself. And it's just been a a season of busyness and all really good, awesome stuff. But I found myself sort of bumping up into what I call the wall. If you hear me say I've hit the wall, (laughs) that means I have run out of steam and I am now just on the couch in a pile. (laughs) And I ended up um, putting on some worship music and I just sat in the middle of my living room floor on my big fluffy carpet and just worshiped. Mm-hmm. And prayed, yeah. and I got my fancy, pretty. I love pens. Pens are my weakness. And I got my fancy pens out, and I just drew scripture. I copied scripture just straight out of the, my Bible app, um, and just meditated on that as I drew and spent time. I don't even. I couldn't tell you what I prayed specifically because I really just sat with the Lord mm-hmm. and His Word and just let Him kind of hold me and take care of me and fill my cup again. It's so easy to neglect the necessity of having our spirits refreshed mm-hmm. and renewed in his presence because we have, we're so used to busyness. We have to do this and we have to do that. But right. God calls us into his presence in order that we might experience that refilling and that refreshment mm-hmm. so that when we are busy and, and things are piling up, we can, we can engage with joy and we have a fullness about us that isn't that depleted, dehydrated, barely making it running on steam kind Mm -hmm. of uh, performance that that so often fuels our activity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Georgine, you know, earlier you were also talking about spreading things out over different seasons and things. And it just made me think of the concept of kairos time. And biblically, kairos means the fullness of time. And I know for me, sometimes I've worn myself out. A, I wasn't looking at only what the Father was doing. But B, I was trying to manifest things now that were in my heart or maybe even in his heart, but they weren't for now. Yes, They mm. were for, the Lord was just saying, sweetheart, I'm showing you what's coming. I'm showing you something two years, five years, 10 years from now, but I was trying to do it now. And I think one of the spiritual disciplines 
is being in his presence and waiting for the kairos timing, that fullness of timing where things are ripe, where the fruit is falling off the trees and you know it's the season to run or you know it's the season for public ministry or it's the season uh, for you to start that business or it's the season for you to, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm yes. Chills as I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really, there is a kairos moment in our life for various things when they've come to fullness. So maybe if you're feeling overwhelmed out there and you're listening, you're trying to do it all like we were talking about, step back, map out, like just do a mind map of all the things you're working on and ask the Lord, which of these things are in your Kairos timing? Is it the moment for each of these things? Don't try to force in all, you know, music lessons and, you know, all of these different things that we're trying to enrich our kids and run around, even ourselves, do all these multitude of things um, when in fact... Many of those things are just of our own creation. Yes. It's not the fullness of time. They're good things, but they're not the right time. They're not things he's calling us to. Right. Well, all of this discussion really makes me think of a scripture out of Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. His understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And that picture, that picture just gives me so much hope <laughs> when I'm feeling weary. Yeah, it absolutely does. And the scriptures just before, I think 26 and, and following, talks about who God is and the vastness of his Uh, of his care for us and his creativity and that he uh, is aware of who we are. It's just such an amazing scripture because it puts it in a very large context and then makes it very personal. Yeah. Well, and I love that, you know, it starts out with lift up your eyes and see, um, you know, see this God who can handle it. We don't have to handle every single thing that comes our way. We don't have to engineer our future. Our future is secure in God's hands. Mm -hmm. And so when we lift up our eyes and look to him, Wow, that is power. That is renewal. That's strength. And um, I was looking up sort of the definition of um, renew, and another word for it is to reestablish. And I love that idea that when we are interrupted by weariness, through God, our strength is reestablished, mm-hmm. and it's firmly reestablished. So we go from strength to strength. Weariness is just an interruption that when we give it to God, we can go right back to being reestablished in strength because of Him. Well, and He is in us, the yes. hope of glory. And that's one thing from that scripture, too, is that he will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. So he has all the understanding we need through our helper, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. and he isn't tired or weary. He is not exhausted needing caffeination, (laughs) 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 and he's in us, right? So that comes back to what we were all saying is getting quiet in his presence on the fluffy carpet. It is so fluffy, and it's just, it's my spot. (laughs) (laughs) And up in my perch in my room, right? I need that place with the Lord where you can allow him to lead you beside still waters. You can mm-hmm. allow him to um, bring you back to that place where it's it's his fountain in you mm-hmm. that is really in command. Not your flesh in command, but his fountain, because he isn't weary. He's not tired. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So if you happen to be feeling weary, um, we actually had a Kairos timing moment with Revive Ministries. So Melissa and I have been co-founding Revive Ministries. We've been up and running for about three years now. And one of the dreams that has been on our heart for a long time is being able to do a conference where women can come and be renewed and refreshed and just take that deep breath of, 
okay, God is here and I can relax and I can learn and grow in my knowledge and love of him and be around other women. A lot of times it's so easy when we're weary to feel like we're the only ones going through that at any given moment, you know, and when you get in a room full of, you know, hundreds of women that are like, I get it and I'm here and I'm excited and we're all going to be renewed together. Boy, that is a really empowering moment to look around and see, you know, your sisters linking arms and being renewed. Um, So we're so excited because the day is here. It's coming up um, February 22nd. It's the Revive Women's Conference, and it really is a day to be renewed, refreshed, and revived. And we have some amazing keynote speakers. Melissa, you want to tell us more just about the conference and the speakers? And Yeah, it's going to be a great day. We're going to have some amazing worship. We have three keynote speakers, um, a breakout sessions that you can customize to what you're needing in that day, a catered lunch, as well as just time to, to fellowship with other women. So speaking of keynote speakers, I have all three keynote speakers here in this room with us. So Vicki Norris with Restoring Order, Georgine Rice with Undaunted Ministries and The Georgine Rice Show, and Summer Shore with Revive Ministries. And she's also on air here on <laughs> 1041 The Fish and KPDQ. So I'm so, so looking forward to this day and for all the women to come and to be able to hear um, you guys speak from the scriptures that we just read and to really be able to hear, allow God to speak into your hearts and to really give that revival that we're all needing. And each of us is going to take sort of a portion of that scripture and really just speak from the heart, um, from what God's put on our hearts, from our own experiences, um, just in life and friendship and faith, um, so that we can encourage you because we really are all in this together. So Vicki, do you want to give us just a little snippet about what you're going to share at the conference? Absolutely. Well, I'll be one of the keynotes and I'll also be sharing a breakout session. Mm -hmm. So in my keynote, I'll be sharing garden living, which is really all about getting back to the garden, to the original plan of God. Everything began in a garden with Adam and Eve, right? And he had intimacy with Adam and Eve. He walked and talked with them in the cool of the day. And there is a government that Jesus restored, and the Lord has returned us to that through his sacrifice. And so I'm going to be unpacking how we can live in the garden today in the midst of this busy and stressful world. And then in my breakout, Reclaim Your Life, I'm going to be helping people restore natural order. So whether you need to get back your life in your household, work, health, or spirit, I'm going to show people how to restore order through Reclaim Your Life. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That can be so distracting when you have stuff everywhere. Oh, my god. <laughs> Just prevents yes. you, you from think. thinking clearly. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Georgine, I'd love to hear more about what you're going to be sharing. Well, I have the opportunity to talk about the earlier scriptures in that chapter of Isaiah, where we're going to look at just the vastness and the creativity of God. Mm. And while he is the God of the universe, placing every star in its place and knowing the name of each one of them, we tend to think, you know, how on earth could this God care about, you know, what's going on in my life, that he's not remote or distant, but we'll work on to connect the greatness of God um, to his heart for us, his provision for us, his love for us, his plan for us. I think about Elijah's servant uh, who was frightened by a conflict that was about to take place. And Elijah, Elijah said, you know, look up. The armies of God were all around them. He had made provision for them to survive this challenge. And so we're going to look at what God has provided for us in the challenge of this life. When we look up to him and recognize this is my heavenly father, 
He's not remote or distant while he's managing and preserving all of creation. He cares about me, the insignificant me. And he has a place for me and his kingdom and his plan. So I'm excited not just to speak, but to hear the two of you and the breakout sessions. Oh, I can't wait. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. excited. <laughs> I want to be on the edge of my seat for Georgie. Oh, well, definitely. And Summer Sure will be wrapping the day up with the third keynote speaker. Summer, what are you going to be and speaking let me just about? say, Summer Sure can teach. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the word oh, and she can teach. So I'm so looking you, forward Georgie. to hearing you. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I am just honored to get to like share a stage with you ladies. It's going to be amazing. I kind of mentioned earlier, I'm coming out of a season of just weariness and it's sort mm-hmm. of been the name of my game for a long time, but I'm going to be talking about um, just some of my own struggle with weariness and how I've had to lean into God mm-hmm. to renew my strength and really learn what are his priorities for me. Um, I loved what you said, the tyranny of the urgent. Oh man, did that hit home for me. You know, we, we so often are having to be reactive to what's happening in our lives, but when we are plugged into our true source of strength, that is the filter by which we can measure what is important. Where is my energy best serving my God, my family, my loved ones? Um, How am I being most effective for the kingdom based on God's priorities for my life? So I'm really excited to talk about not just how do we renew our strength, but then how do we take that running start and soar? Really just launching into, you know, we don't just get a little stronger. We mount up on wings like eagles. And I have been studying eagles and kind of geeking out a little bit. They are really cool creatures. So I'm going to drop a little science knowledge on everybody too. Just a little bit, not too much. But I'm excited to get to teach a breakout session as well. Kick shame to the curb. Shame is one of those things that everybody just kind of shrinks back from like, oh, please don't make me talk about shame. But it's something that I think as women, we carry around without even being aware of it. It's just always playing in the background. So we're to talk about what are some of the sources of shame and how can we kick those things to the curb? How can we see ourselves and esteem ourselves in light of who we are in Christ? So I'm so excited to really see what that looks like boots on the ground um, at the conference. You know, one of the things I'm excited about is we're going to be speaking to an audience of gifted and called women. And this isn't just an academic pursuit where you're taking notes and, okay, now I understand that. But we're going to have an encounter with Christ that's going to transform us, that's Mm -hmm. going to renew us. And we're going to leave at the end of the day women who are refreshed because we have been in the presence of God and in fellowship with one another. So this is going to be a wonderful day in which we're going to meet with God, I think, in a significant way. Mm, I'm really excited, ladies, because, you know, we've all been to things where it is sort of academic and I just want to say that I am surrounded right now by women who are, who walk in humility. And we don't have everything figured out. So I want you to come to this conference if you're listening right now and know that, you know, we are just going to share our journeys and from our heart. But we are all on this journey together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I am so excited about is to be among kingdom women who are passionate about advancing his kingdom and who want to walk in fellowship with one another. And that this is not um, this is not us just sharing our expertise, you know. <laughs> right. I that would be a very the, short talk, indeed. <laughs> I, know, right? I can tell you about the eagles, and that's about it. <laughs> I, know. I know. I think a true kingdom person knows, like we actually know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we know him. That's right. That's, that's yeah. right. We know an infinitesimal amount of what there is to know in God and. And thankfully, it's all about a person, and his name is Jesus. Can I just say one more thing? Um, I think it's important for women who are seekers as well, who perhaps Mm. don't know him. They don't have that relationship with him yet. 
um, but want to know what is it that the scripture teaches? How do how does the how does God suggest that women can survive in the challenging time that we're in? And so we're praying that you will come and join us as well and learn more about the, the one that we have come to put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. So all are welcome wherever you are on that journey. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just at the starting gate and you're not sure you want to, to get on the road, but you are invited as well. And I'm confident that God wants to speak to your heart as well. Absolutely. This is a safe space to just really figure things out, Yeah, you know, in the presence of godly women, in the presence of the Lord, to link arms together and say, okay, what's next? You know, Summer, I think this would be a great event, too, for women to grab their girlfriends, Mm -hmm. grab their care group, bring their mom. I'm bringing my mom. I'm bringing my aunt. I'm bringing my besties. I'm bringing my ministry team. So we're going to have a great time. And I think people should bring a friend. This is a fantastic bring a friend event. Oh, my mom is coming too. And my mother-in-law. Oh, I know. I cried a little. I was so touched. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to come to the Revive Conference. Of course, who wouldn't want to come? Exactly. (laughs) It's coming up on February 22nd. But ladies, note that registration does close a week before on February 16th. So... Run out there right now and grab your tickets on <laughs> experiencerevival.com slash events. And it's going to be at Northwest Christian Church in Newburgh, Oregon. Yep. And we're actually also on Facebook and Instagram, Revive Women's Conference. Um, so you can kind of go on there, see the latest. We've got um, little videos from Georgine and Vicky and myself talking about the conference and what we're going to be sharing. Um, there's also just updates, all the information that you could need. We'll also have it in the summary for today's podcast Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us, for your passion, for your heart for God, and for the women that are going to be coming to the conference and that are listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and you can also find us at thefishportland.com and kpdq.com. 